power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the one who dwells in an unapproachable light. Heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. Just give him glory right now wherever you are. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Give him glory. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Indeed, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Lord, we thank you for this gathering. It causes us unto no other name but unto the name of Jesus. For our word says, wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in their midst. Holy Spirit, we ask that you shall take absolute control. As I'm about to speak your word, may I not speak of my own accord. May I speak as you grant me utterance. By virtue of the fact that I am a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God, I take authority in the realm of the spirit, and I declare a supernatural injunction in the activity of the enemy. We declare the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their Father through the word this evening. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Bless God for today, and it's always great to fellowship in the Word. And today, I'm going to share a word with you. I've entitled "The Power of the Word," the power of the Word of God, the power of the Word of God. Last Wednesday, I spoke about the integrity of the Bible. And I give you the reasons why you must trust the Bible as the true word of God. I spoke about things like the kind of effort that went into preserving it. I spoke about the prophetic accuracy. I spoke about the scientific accuracy of the Bible, and then I spoke about what the Bible says about itself. But today we want to go into the the power of the word of God. Um, unfortunately on Sunday we couldn't come your way on Facebook because of technical reasons I started my series on the Christian in the modern world and I dealt with the topic the Christian and social media um, unfortunately we couldn't bring you a live coverage of that because of technical reasons but we'll make the audio available on Facebook for those of you who weren't in the service to be able to partake of it so today we want to speak about the power in the word of God. Um, there are a number of things I want to talk about today regarding the power of the word of God. There are about a number of them, but my focus is going to be on one of them. All right, one of them because I believe when it comes to the power of the word of God, that 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 bit is the most underutilized and i want to trust god that he will open your eyes to certain truths 
where the word of God is concerned today. Hallelujah. Now, the word of God is a very powerful thing. Last week when I was speaking about the case for the Bible, when I was making a case for the Bible, I made mention of the fact that the word is not simply words that were written or have been written and bound in a leather book we call the bible the word of god is spirit hallelujah it's it's powerful it's more than just mere words and there are a lot of things the word of god can do quickly let me take you through the levels at which we can deal with the word of god i identify three clear levels at which we can interact with the word of god and these three levels correspond with the three parts of the human being as we are a tripartite being flesh soul spirit or as we say body soul spirit you can deal with the word of god at the level of the flesh or the body you can deal with the word of god at the level of the soul you can deal with the word of god at the level of the spirit hallelujah what does it mean to deal with the word of god at the level of the flesh the flesh is the outer you it is your senses it is the part of you that you use to interact with your physical world and so how do we deal with the word of god at the level of the flesh we deal with the word of the lord at the level of the flesh by just having a physical interaction with the word what do i mean by physical interaction with the word by holding the bible by having it on your phone by having it on your tablet by having it in your laptop or your desktop some people believe when you sleep with a bible under your pillow a witch cannot land in your room you've not seen a witch who stand on a bible as launching pad to fly before that's why you are saying that <laughs> but at that level the word of god is not powerful it's, it's, it's useless hallelujah yeah because it simply remains words that have been written in a book bound by leather or it just it just remains software amen so at the physical level when you watch um some of our nigerian and Ghanaian movies when they are praying for somebody for for deliverance you can see the pastor holding the bible and literally hacking the demon in the spirit with the with the word it's supposed to be the sword of this it's, it's not a physical so it's a sword of the spirit hallelujah dealing with the word of god at that level is is useless there there, there, there is no power in it amen there's no power in it the printing was done by human beings the binding of the book was done by human beings it, it is the spirit behind the word that is important amen so that is the first level at which we deal with the word of god the second level is at the level of the soul the soul is made up of your emotions your will and your mind so we are talking about where you are keeping the word of god in your mind where you are memorizing the word of god hallelujah where you can recite the word of god that is dealing with the word of god at the level of the soul and at this at this level the word of god has some power it has some power there are things that the word of god can do at that level when you 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 hear it when you 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 read it when you um keep it in your mind hallelujah the word of god has some power it has some power one of the things the word of god can do is that it has the power to convict and to convert it has the power to convict and to convert 
it brings conviction upon the one who hears the word there are times you go to church and there is something you have been doing and the pastor just mentions it and you feel convicted hallelujah an unbeliever at a crusade hears the word of god and he feels convicted paul said in romans chapter 1 verse 16 he said i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the jew first and also to the greek hallelujah there is a certain power that can bring salvation in the word of god there is a certain force there's a certain power that that comes with the word of god that can cause conviction that can cause conversion we read acts chapter 2 verse 37 on the day of pentecost when the spirit of god came upon the disciples of jesus christ peter who hitherto was a very um how do you say unstable person he couldn't even stand and defend what he, he he was following or who he was following in front of a little girl but after the empowerment of the holy spirit amongst all the people he was the one who stood up boldly placing his life in danger to declare the unadulterated word of god and the bible says in acts chapter 2 verse 37 that when they heard this they were pricked in their heart hallelujah that is the convicting power of the word of god the word of god can prick your heart the word of god can touch your heart the word of god can move your heart hallelujah and then the word of god so it can convict it can convert and the bible also says in romans 10 17 it says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god right so these are some of the things that the, the word of god can do it has the power to convict and to convert it and then the word of god also has the power so i'm talking about all these things as um when you receive the word of god into your mind when you receive the word of god like you hear the word of god you just simply read the word of god these are some of the things that it can do it has the power to instruct to direct and to encourage hallelujah so you hear the word of god you 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 you, you come across a portion of scripture that instructs you a portion of scripture that just sheds light on something sometimes you read a portion of the word of god and it makes sense to you in a certain way and it gives you direction in life when we read um psalm 119 verse 130 psalm 119 verse 130 it says the entrance of thy words giveth light and it giveth understanding unto the simple hallelujah so that is the power of the word of god when it, it hits you it brings light where there is darkness where there is confusion the word of god can bring light and the word of god can bring understanding all right so the, the it has the power to instruct to direct encourage there are portions of scriptures that encourage us when you are down there are portions of scripture that can encourage you and lift your spirits up there are portions of scripture that can warn you against dangers and there are a lot of them in the book of proverbs when you go to proverbs chapter 5 and proverbs chapter 7 for example it talks about the strange woman all right and it was instruction to young men giving the description of a strange woman i believe there are strange men also hallelujah there are strange women that 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 that, that portion of scripture is is unisex is yeah it's it's both males and females so you read that and it gives you instruction it, it directs you in life 
so that when you see a strange man you'll be able to recognize when you see a strange woman you'll be able to recognize and that is the power of the word of god the third thing the word of god does is that it has the power to judge hallelujah it has the power to judge john chapter 12 verse 48 let's see john chapter 12 verse 48 i'm rushing through the early points so that i can dwell on my last point today i won't speak for too long he said he that rejected me and received not my words that one that judged him he's talking about the word the word that i have spoken the same shall judge him in the last day that means the words god has spoken will judge people on the last day that is one of the things about the power of the word of god that it has the power to judge us all right so we've talked about the fact that he has the power to convict and to convert he has the power to instruct direct and encourage and then it has the power to judge but you see there's a certain level at which you can deal with the word of god which is at the level of the spirit and that is where the word of god is most powerful hallelujah i've described what it means to deal with the word of god at the level of the body or the flesh and i've described what it means to deal with the word of god at the level of the soul that is when it's in your mind when you have memorized it but the level at which the word of god is most powerful is when we deal with it at the level of our spirits hallelujah when the word of god enters our spirits the word of god in our mind is powerful the word of god in our soul is powerful but the word of god in our spirit is super powerful hallelujah and so we must learn how to transport the word from the physical which is whether it's a phone or a book or a tablet or whatever into our soul which is our mind and then finally transport it into our spirits amen there are a lot of reasons why the word of god is likened to food because the way food behaves is the same way the word also behaves the fact that you have the food in your mouth doesn't mean your body is benefiting from it your body will only benefit from it when it has been digested and even digestion alone doesn't ensure that your body is making use of it it is when it has been absorbed into your bloodstream hallelujah that is when the nutrients become useful to you when it's in your mouth and you are chewing it you are satisfying yourself that you have done something that that is how a lot of people are when it comes to the word of god you read it and satisfy yourself that you've done something yes you've done something but there is more you can gain from that food when you digest it and you absorb it into your system amen the digestion the process of digestion involves churning the food it enters your stomach and it is chained it is turned around digestive juices are released onto it finally gets into your intestines and then you absorb it into your system that is when the power of the of the food comes out in the same way when you have taken in the word you have read it you have kept it in your mind memorized it there is one last step that ensures that the word is now transported from your mind into your spirit God told Joshua something. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your lips. What does that mean? It means memorize it. It means rattle it. It means quote it. But thank God it didn't end there. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your lips, but 
meditating upon it not just once or twice but day and night the process of meditation is what we can liken to the process of digestion and absorption which takes the word of god into your spirit hallelujah and this is where a lot of christians are missing it we read the word all right we memorize it all right that's if you you do <laughs> we read it like which we, we keep it in our mind one way or the other but that thing about meditating upon the word that is that step that we are missing and we are not seeing the effect of the power of the word of god the way we are supposed to see it look there are times you are going through something or you are even afflicted by something there are times you don't even need hands to be laid on you if you get the appropriate word appropriate scriptures which is spirit and you can meditate upon it and transport it from the book into your mind into your spirit that word has the power to solve the problem that word has the power to bring the healing that word has the power to bring the deliverance you need at that particular point in time hallelujah it's just that most of us have not known this revelation most of us have not known this secret that meditating upon the word of god is the way to transport it into your spirit man how do you meditate upon the word of god by thinking over it Anybody who preaches to you is because the person has meditated upon the way. You, you, you put it into real life situations. You put yourself into it. You turn it around. Listen to what the Holy Spirit will be telling you. It's like you, 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 you expound on the word of God in your spirit. Hallelujah. That is the process of meditation. And it becomes part of you. When somebody is speaking about something he has meditated on, you can tell the difference between that and somebody who just read something and is just telling you what he has seen or, or, or what he has read. When a person has meditated upon it, you can see that this is a part of the person. It's, it's, it has been incorporated into the person's spirit. Hallelujah. I pray for the grace of meditation upon the word of God upon your life. Hallelujah. We have underutilized the power of the word of God for too long. Simply because we have missed that step of meditating upon the word. Most of the time, during quiet time, and one of these days, I'll teach you how to study the word of God. I'll take time to teach you how to study the word of God. We just take the word and, oh, we just, you know, just to satisfy our minds that we have also done something. If it's three chapters, you just read it quickly, quickly, and you're like, ha, 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 I've done something. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I've done something. But after you have read it, you have to spend time in your quiet moment. Just meditate upon the word of God. What was God trying to say? How do I apply this to my life? How does this, how does that? You ask yourself questions. And that process is like the process of breaking the food down into absorbable particles. And that is when the word enters your spirit and becomes part of you. There are people who have been delivered from besetting sins, years of struggling with besetting sins until they found scriptures that spoke about those things and they meditated upon it to the point where it entered their spirit and delivered them. Hallelujah. There are people who have broken the back of poverty because they saw a scripture and it ministered to them and they meditated upon it day and night until they themselves realized in their spirit that now this thing has been absorbed into my spirit and they opened their mouth and declared that I can never be poor again and that was the end of poverty in their life they didn't need anybody to lay hands on them they didn't need anybody to pour oil upon them they didn't need anybody to lay legs upon them the power of the word alone was enough to bring deliverance I know somebody who was delivered from homosexuality simply because he came across the scripture that showed Adam's reaction when he saw Eve 
the way Adam was excited and he started prophesying, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. The thing just entered the spirit that it is a woman that is supposed to excite a man like that, not another man. Something that simple delivered him from homosexuality. I heard the guy giving his testimony himself. That should tell you that these things are not just black and white letters written somewhere. There is power behind the word of God. Hallelujah. And so that brings me to the fourth point, my fourth and last point about the power of the word of God. It is the creative power of the word of God. The ability to create. The word of God has the ability to create. Let's read what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. And that is the main point I want you to understand today. That the word of God has the ability to create. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were formed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things that do appear. Hallelujah. What it's trying to say is that everything we see was created by the word. And that the things we see were created by things that cannot be seen. We can't see words, but it's words that create the things that we see. Hallelujah. The word of God is God's creative technology. It's God's technology for creating. And if we Christians can harness this power, I'm telling you, you can even create your future with the word of God. Sometimes I wish I had gotten this revelation earlier in life. Amen. But thank God you are receiving it today. By what is written in the word of God, you can create your future. God spoke whatever we see now into being by the power of his word. There is an inherent power in the word of God to create. You see, a lot of people have shortchanged themselves in life and accepted certain trends accepted certain things simply because they don't know the secret there are a lot of things we think are impossible you look at yourself you look at your background you look at how much you are earning now you look at the possibilities and you are like "Ah." so some of these things i see other people doing how how can it be possible (laughs) hallelujah how can it be possible just like mary sat down and looked at herself i don't know any man yet you are telling me that I'm going to conceive and deliver a baby. Is that how is this possible? And there are a lot of people who are asking themselves this question. There are things in life. You have dreams, you have aspirations. There are businesses you want to set up. But when you do the budget, the thing doesn't budget. When you do the calculations, the things don't balance. And you don't know how. You look at your expenditure now and how much comes in. That's if something is even coming in. And you are wondering, when can I even save for this thing to come to pass i want to tell you today that there is a way out with the word of god hallelujah just as the word of god was spoken to mary and an impossible situation became possible i want you to understand today that if you will tap into the word of god and pick out what needs to be picked out impossible situations can become possible you can speak the future into being. Look, the word has the power to create. Why, why, why do you think the Bible says he sent his word? Me, I send the word into my future. I send the word into situations that have been happened. I have sent words into the future concerning my ministry. 
I've sent words into the future concerning my children based on the word of God. You see, the word of God has the power to create. So I'm creating and constructing the future by the power of the word of God, even before I get there. Hallelujah. Mary said, it's not possible. But the angel came and spoke a word of God. And I've told you this before. It was Isaiah 7, 14 that the angel spoke. And Mary just had to accept that word. And the Bible said, and the word became flesh. We have to come to the point. A lot of people deal with the word of God and it's like, oh, I just listen to the word of God. It encourages me. The word of God instructs me. And, but we have to come to the point where we speak the word of God into situations. We have to come to the point where we superimpose what God has said onto situations. Hallelujah. Mary said it's impossible. Look, God will not give you anything that is outside the scope of his word. And this word is pregnant with so many things. If you don't study it, you will not know. Hallelujah. If you don't study it, you know, it's pregnant with so many things. Pregnant with so many possibilities. Why does the Bible say, and he sent us word? That means the word can be sent. And it will accomplish that which it was sent to do. Hallelujah. So you can sit there and declare and speak into your future. That I shall have a glorious marriage. In spite of what I'm seeing around me. In spite of the fact that maybe your parents didn't have a good marriage. Your aunties didn't have good marriages. Your sisters didn't have good marriages. But you speak the word. You send the word into that future. And time will collide with that word. And with time that word will gain flesh. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you speak the word you see immediate results. And there are times too that it takes the fullness of time. Like Jesus, if you read Galatians 4, 4, it says, In the fullness of time, God released the son who was born of a woman. In the fullness of time. The word was spoken, but in the fullness of time, as the word was gaining flesh. There are some things you need to declare at least once a week. If you can do it every day, speak it into your future. Especially the things that you think are materially impossible. Speak those things into the future. You are constructing those things in the realm of the spirit. You are creating those things because the word of God has the inherent power to create. Hallelujah. I pray that you have the grace and and you catch this revelation. And that you start speaking things into being. Look, this thing about speaking the word of God carries so much power. There are situations where you need to speak. Jesus was confronted with a storm. He had to speak to the storm. If Jesus had just slept, the storm would have cleared the boat and probably he wouldn't have finished his ministry. He had to react to the situation by speaking. Even God. Genesis 1, he said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That means God created the heavens and the earth. And then verse 2, it says, the earth was without form, void, and darkness. That means something happened between God creating it and then the darkness coming upon it. And the Bible tells us God is light and there's no darkness in him. How come something he has created? Now there is darkness in it. And the thing is without without form and void. A lot of confusion in something God himself has created. But thank God he didn't keep quiet. Even God himself had to open his mouth and speak to the situation and say, let there be light. I don't know what represents darkness in your life. I don't know what represents confusion in your life. I don't know what has turned around upside down in your life. But I pray that you will speak the word of God unto the situation for light to come into the situation and for the confusion to be turned around. Hallelujah. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Even God had to speak to the situation. 
sometimes you go through certain situations and you pick a certain scripture that addresses the situation. Sometimes you are there and the devil just comes and scares you with death, death, death. You, you are going to die very soon. You dream, you see your grave. You see your funeral. People come tell you, we dream that you are... Listen, it is time to stand on the word of God and speak to the situation. Hallelujah. I shall not die but live to proclaim the works of God. He says, with long life, I will satisfy thee. 20 something years is not long life. So God, you got to do something about this situation. Hallelujah. You speak the word and superimpose the power of the word into the situation. Some of you, you are wondering, how would I ever build my own house? Like, when you calculate it, it doesn't matter. Like, unless something, something strange happens, you can't tell how exactly you are going to buy your own house. But you see, Job chapter 29 verse 18, I think. He said, I shall die in my own house. You will not die in a rented house. This is something you should start confessing now. If every day you can say it, can you say it? I, I would die in my own house. Another version said, surrounded by my loved ones. You will not die in some hospital struggling and suffering in your own house. When it is time to exit, you exit gloriously. You call your grandchildren. If by then you have grandchildren, if Jesus should tarry, you call your grandchildren and you bless them. Like how Jacob blessed his grandchildren and spoke prophetically into their life. That you, God is going to do this with you. God is going to do that. After that, you tell them it's time to go. And you just leave gloriously like this. In a house you yourself have built. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. So there are things in the word. There are things in the word. The word became flesh. That means the word can differentiate into anything you want it to differentiate it to. In medicine, we have something we call the pluripotent stem cell. A stem cell can become any cell. It can differentiate into any cell. And today I want to announce you that the word of God is pluripotent. If the word of God can become flesh, it can become anything else. Why am I saying that? Flesh is one thing human beings have not been able to manufacture like human being they've tried they've done dolls they say artificial intelligence once i saw someone be that they were trying to interview on tv like a dog i said this cannot be a human being if i cut you you not bleed you are not a human being you can't create flesh but the word metamorphose into flesh if the word can be what human beings have not been able to create then what about the things human beings have created what what is a car what is a house what is a job if the word can create flesh then anything is possible with the word i pray that you cut this revelation begin to speak things into being you begin to construct your life with the word of god hallelujah there is so much power in the word there is so much power in the word we shouldn't allow life situations to to overcome us we must speak to situations it is a shortcut to letting impossible things become possible in our lives. Ezekiel was faced with a, a serious situation. He saw a valley, dry bones, humerus, femur, then, then different, different bones mixed together. And God asked him, can these bones live? He said, hey, hey. He said God, you alone know. <laughs> if Ezekiel wanted to create an army out of the bones that would have taken him forever it would have meant looking for 
a particular bone and looking for the corresponding one and articulating them together. And you see, when it comes to these things, you can't, you can't go and take a six-foot man's uh, bone and go articulate it with somebody who is or a child's own <laughs> or something like You need to look for the exact one. It would have been too difficult, but there was a shortcut to it. It says, speak to the bones. Speak to the confusion. Speak to the chaos. And today, may God give you the grace to speak to the chaotic situations in your life. In fact, what God was doing was that he was using the chaos as a raw material to construct something powerful. The chaos in your life right now can be raw material that God can use to construct something powerful in your life. Begin to speak into the future. Begin to to speak into your marriage. Declare that my marriage will be excellent. Declare that people will come to my house and find happiness. Declare that my children will be children that are godly. They will be children who will be excellent in life. They will be a good example. Some people's children are examples, but they are not good examples. They say, look at this guy. He's disrespectful. He's that, 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 that. But may that not be said of your children in the name of Jesus. Speak the word. Construct your life. With the creative power of the word of God. But that means you need to know the word. You need to know where to find what you need to find. You need to, to have an idea of where what you want to say is. And that is why you need to be able to study the word. And that is why another time I'm going to teach you about how to study the word of God. But for today, the lesson I want you to learn is that there is creative power in the word of God. You can speak the word of God into situations. You can speak the word of God into your marriage. You can speak the word of God into your health situation. If you are suffering from depression, the word says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. As you confess it, it enters your spirit. As you meditate upon it, it enters your spirit. And it takes away the depression. And suddenly you realize that joy has filled your heart. And you don't know where it came from. When you are sick in your body, you quote the word of God. You speak the word of God. That he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes I am healed. You quote the word of God that says that he desires above all things. That I might prosper and be in good health. Even as my soul prospered. When you feel people are against you. People are speaking against you. When you feel the enemy has surrounded you. You speak the word of God. That no weapon that is fashioned against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against me in judgment i shall condemn when you feel like you are you are under certain form of bondage you feel like something is holding you back a besetting sin you quote the word of god that says that even the captive of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered for i shall contend with them that contend with you saith the lord and i shall save your children every situation in the world has its corresponding word and i pray that god will place a hunger in your heart and today, just like Ezekiel spoke to the dry bones, I speak to every situation in your life. Anything that represents confusion, anything that represents death, anything that represents entropy, anything that represents disorganization. Today, I speak the word of God into your life and let there be a reconstruction of the negative situations in the name of Jesus. Negative financial situations where your balance is always in the red. You are never able to keep any money. You are never able to save any money. Things that you say you would do, ministry things, you are never able to do it. A lot of confusion here and there. 
you have had many resolutions that you were not able to keep but today we speak the word of God the power of the word of God the creative power of the word of God the restorative power of the word of God and we speak to that situation and the Bible says a strong wind blew over the wind and there was a shaking today let there be a shaking in your life in the name of Jesus let there be a shaking of the bones in your life let there be a shaking of the dead things in your life let there be a shaking of the dying things in your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth anything that represents fear for the future today we take away that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus the Bible says I have not given you the spirit of fear but of love of power and of a sound mind receive a sound mind right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the Bible says be anxious for nothing but in all things with prayer and supplication let your request made known unto God I prophesy to you that that marriage you are anxious about you will have a glorious marriage I prophesy to you that you will have a glorious family I prophesy to you that you will die in your own home I prophesy to you that that car that you think you can never buy you will buy it in the name of Jesus I prophesy to you that that job you think you will never have you will have it in the name of Jesus and that ministry that you desire you desire to be used prophetically you desire to be used to speak the word of God to teach the word of God you desire to raise the dead you desire to heal the sick I speak into your life today that it is possible and I encourage you and I charge you to begin to speak these things into being in your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and wherever you are begin to prophesy into your life begin to speak the word of God into your life begin to superimpose the word of God into every situation that you find yourself in in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth if you find yourself in a situation where there is no peace in your life speak the word of God that says that the peace of God surpasses all understanding let that peace envelope you right now in the name of Jesus anything that brings depression we break that power of depression right now in the mighty name of Jesus because the word says the joy of the Lord is my strength if it is a medical condition we speak the word of God to it we rebuke that sickness right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth be healed from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet we command that pain to leave right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God if you're asking yourself how can this thing be possible I speak the word of God to you that with man it is impossible but with God all things are possible receive the grace to construct your life with the word of God receive the grace to construct your future with the word of God receive the grace to construct your destiny with the word of God shall we pray father in the name of Jesus we thank you for this word that has come forth we pray in the name of Jesus that this word will be cemented deep down in our spirits let us be doers of your word and not listeners only father I pray that the Holy Spirit will illuminate the spirits of your people as far as this word is concerned I pray for the grace to speak the word of God into situations in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth may we construct our future with the power of the word may we construct our destinies with the power of the word may we superimpose the power of the word onto the chaotic and the negative situations in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and right now I take authority anybody under the sound of my voice who is going through a difficult patch in life I speak 
speak the word of God to bring things into other ones again. Just as Ezekiel spoke to the bones, I speak to the dry bones in the lives of your people right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let things begin to find their level. Let things begin to articulate. Let things begin to organize themselves. Let things begin to construct themselves in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. For the Bible says, if the spirit of he who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit shall quicken your mortal bodies. Thank you, Lord, for a quickening. Thank you, Lord, for an awakening. To glory, Father, to glory, Son, to glory, Holy Spirit, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. In Jesus' most excellent name have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!